Hello, Star Wars fans. We are here, finally. We've been talking about this for a long time, Bates. We have. We are here. First podcast episode. Welcome to the Starlight Podcast. After my favorite space station. Space station. <laughs> RIP Starlight Beacon. Um, but we're here. First episode. We're going to see how this goes. Uh, we're just going to be chatting about Star Wars. Stuff we like. Stuff we don't like. Um, we've been friends for, seems like forever now. Yeah. Let's do our intros. Johnny, who are you? Who am I? Well, hello, everybody. I am Johnny. If you're coming over from Connor's TikTok, you may remember me as Daddy Sheev. Daddy Sheev, let's go. <laughs> uh, old school uh, live streams that we used to do back over COVID, but yeah, so me and Connor are doing the Starlight Podcast. Like you said, we're just going to talk about things we like and don't like about Star Wars, like current events, all that stuff. So like today with the first podcast, we're going to cover all kinds of things from Star Wars celebrations. I'm looking forward to it. But just to give an intro, um, I've been a Star Wars fan since as long as I can remember. I remember at a young five years old walking into the theater to watch Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. And I've been hooked yeah. ever since. Um just as part of our intro here, also to of uh, you guys of what my favorite you know Star Wars stuff is. My favorite movie uh, has got to be Return of the Jedi. I know um, it might not be the most like the best Star Wars movie, but it's my favorite from the original trilogy. And look at that, Princess Leia from Connor uh, just showed there for our audio listeners. Uh, he just showed their Star Wars celebration pass that he had from London that he <laughs> bought tickets for, but didn't get to. We can get into that in a second. Yes. But yeah, so my favorite movie is Return of the Jedi. I just loved how it, it's, uh, you know, encapsulated and completed the original trilogy. Loved Luke Skywalker, loved Endor, loved all of that. Um, and then my favorite TV show from the current, like, new Star Wars. Um, this was a hard one. I was talking to Connor about this. So, do I pick Mando or do I pick Andor? And they're just very like two different shows. I really like what they're doing with the Mandalorian. I know season three has been um, questioned by a lot of fans, um, but I like that show as general season one and two were great. I'm liking what they're doing with season three, but Andor just brought something new to star Wars with that character development and the start of the rebellion. So I'm going to go with Andor. I really, I really like that show. And I'm looking forward to uh, the next season of that. So I love, I love Andor. And I know we, when Andor was coming out weekly, you and I were just foaming at them, foaming at the mouth, basically oh, to yeah, man. talk about it. And and uh, yeah, that's that's a great that's a great show, great movie. Me, my intro. My name is Connor, aka Jedi Connor on TikTok and all yes, of sir. the platforms. Um, I've been a Star Wars fan forever just like johnny um basically i love i loved star wars since i was a little kid and end of middle school high school i kind of took a break um just kind of grew apart there wasn't really that much going on with the actual fandom um i mean there was clone wars but that was during the dark at that times. point yeah, yeah the dark was, times that was during the when uh if you guys can't guess our ages yet, that was during the time that uh, Disney had bought Star Wars around like the 2012, 2013. That was before mm -hmm. like, the, you know, the new trilogy. They canceled Clone Wars, which, you know, glad they brought back. 
Uh, yeah, those are the dark times, but yeah, continue. Yeah, there was a lot of there was a lot of uncertainty with Star Wars at that point, and I just kind of hadn't been paying attention to it. Um, like even when The Force Awakens came out, I didn't see that in theaters. Um, oh, dude, you missed out. I know. Oh. I know. I think the first movie that I did see in theaters was Rogue One. Um, I remember going to see Rogue One in theaters, and that was a banger. Um, but yeah, then then actually, I got I picked back up with star Wars, when we were living together in college, Johnny and I went to the same school shout out Kutztown university and Can they were roommates bears? and they were roommates. Yep. We we're roommates. And we just, yeah, you basically got me back into star Wars and we started watching YouTube videos um, and deep diving into the lore. And then the last Jedi came out and that's what really got me. Cause I love the last Jedi now Bates. Yeah. Very, very uh, different story. Uh, different story not- for Bates. I may not be a total fan of that movie, but yeah, uh, during school, uh, you know, I showed Connor Star Wars we, again. You know, we lived together. Um, I think one of the main things that got you back in it was I showed him for everybody listening. I showed him all of the trailers from all the old Republic games, yeah. uh, all yes. the cinematic trailers. They're just absolutely incredible. I remember one night sitting down showing him those and, and watching all that. And we have so many memories of playing Battlefront 2 when that came out. Mm-hmm. Um all throughout the night, but yeah, Con- Connor got back in the Star Wars, and admittedly, he became a. You could argue that he's now knows more than I do. Um, <laughs> the master, the apprentice is past the master. There, there we but, go. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, that's that's where um, I got my love back for Star Wars, and then over the pandemic, TikTok started to blow up. Like, like everyone was using TikTok, and then I saw, I saw like Chaco's videos. Um, and I was like, you know what? Like I can also make videos. I don't know as much as these guys, but I do know stuff. And I started to make videos about stuff I did know. And then people would ask me questions and then we just started to build on each other. And then a couple, couple of big hits on the videos. And then I started to gain a following and excuse me. And now, um, we have a big community here on star Wars, TikTok, and Bates was a part of that for a little bit. And and then he had to step off the app. But, yeah, I, um, I definitely uh, left the app. But Connor, um, Connor's <laughs> been going strong. How how many uh, followers are you now on TikTok? I'm, I'm not even 100, sure. 113,000. Oh, that's beautiful. So that's where we're at right now, slowly chugging along. Um, but yeah, so that's me. My favorite movie is it, it bounces between The Last Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. Those are the two movies that they're they're both in the middle of the trilogy um the heroes go through some difficult stuff um but i think it has to be i think it has to be empire there's just not there's it's, it's, the, it's the objectively nostalgia. the best movie um of, yeah. of the star wars trilogy i know people will argue revenge of the sith and i really like that movie but objectively revenge of the sith is probably the best it's a good choice yeah. the last jedi i don't know about that one chief <laughs> but we'll say that i love the last we'll say that for another one yes but um favorite tv show Actually, I actually haven't really thought about this question. It's got to be. I love the Mandalorian. I love the Mandalorian. I feel like there's two but, answers here. Um, yeah, Andor I love Mando. Yeah, I love Andor. Um, but I also love like Rebels. But oh, dude, I didn't Mandalorian. even think about like Rebels, bro, or Clone Wars. I mean, if if I have to answer that, I can't go Clone Wars. I was thinking yeah. more of, like <laughs> newer live action, right? Like, the newer live action. Yep. Out of the new ones, it's it's Mando and Andor, um, 
but I, I there's just Star Wars. I also really love Star Wars Visions, which doesn't get enough love. It's um, good. I was because I, I recently just got in the anime like in the past like two years. And I know we both went on our Naruto journeys um, and we've seen 800 episodes of Naruto. So um, we're well on our way. But yeah, so those are the shows that I, I really enjoy. Um, so let's get to it. Star Wars Celebration. As Bates said, I last summer I was working in Alabama. I'm from Philly. Well, I'm from Lehigh Valley. I'm, you know, I work for Philadelphia Flyers. I was originally in Alabama when I bought tickets for Star Wars Celebration. I was working for the Rocket City Trash Pandas and I was so hyped to go. And then I got a new job and I was like, I don't want to just like be like, oh, by the way, I'm taking the, I'm taking off for this. So I cowered. I was a coward and I did not go to Star Wars Celebration and I miss all of my TikTok mutuals and friends, um, especially oh, a lot of them go. Did Chaco go? Yeah, I think Chaco. Uh, I think Chaco was there. I don't know. Element was there. Oh, okay, Element. Yeah, I remember. And Kels, Kels was there, and Star Wars Facts guy was there. Oh my god, all my peeps over there. But um, yeah, so I had to watch from afar. But we got a lot of cool stuff. And first thing we're going to talk about is Ahsoka. What are we thinking, Bates? What are we thinking? I mean, I'm so excited for this. Um, as uh, you know, we just talked about um, Clone Wars is probably my favorite show. I didn't know we included the older stuff. I mm-hmm. remember watching that original 2008 Clone Wars movie, which I mean, we could all be objective here. It's not a very good movie. And as a kid, <laughs> it was incredible. It's the first time we met Ahsoka and to see her, you know, go through Clone Wars. She's one of the best Star Wars characters. And I'm so glad she's getting her own show. And I'm just so excited for this. Not only because we get to see Ahsoka again and have her own show. We get to see Thrawn again. We get the continuation of the storylines that we've seen in Rebels. And that's kind of what we're going to start today is there were a lot of Rebels references, as you can see in my background. Uh, We have lovely Lothal in live action. It looks like the exact same shot from like the ending scene of Rebels, which I'm just so excited for to to see this in live action, to see all this again. Uh, We saw, you know, Lothal, we saw Sabine in the background over over my shoulder. Oh, there we go. Shoulder yeah. here. Uh, we saw Hera Chopper. And we saw like the hologram of Ezra. Even the, we just saw the back of the head of Thrawn. But I am so excited for Thrawn. He is one of the best uh, characters, not only in canon, but in Legends. Uh, he has some great stories. And to see him again is going to be awesome. Yeah, that trailer. That trailer was really cool. Um, they released it right after they showed a celebration, which I'm appreciative of because I kept seeing tweets of just like, oh my God, Ahsoka, 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 Thrawn, Thrawn, Thrawn. There's a shot of Thrawn um, that was taken at Celebration, like of the trail, uh, of like an exclusive shot or something where we saw Lars Mikkelsen's face. Oh, like you actually like saw his yep. face. Oh, I yep. think I saw so, that. I think I saw it on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was real. It was Lars Mikkelsen, voice actor from, Thra- from um, Rebels to play him in live action, which is I think what most people wanted. Glad it's um, the same voice actor. Yeah. Because that's it's Star Wars is is really lucky in the fact that they have like Katie Sackoff who voices um Bo Katan and now we have Lars Mickelson who voices Thrawn. But I think I, I just want to first, first want to talk about like the character designs of like the main ghost crew and and Thrawn. Like I think they looked really good. 
What, what do we, what do you think Bates? Yeah, I think the, the same thing. I mean, I think Sabine, uh, you know, is what I was envisioning. Like they don't look like too like crazy different from she grew um, out her hair. Yeah, she did. And I'm all, I'm all for it. Sabine's my girl, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, uh, it looks similar to, um, you know, the colors that we saw her from rebels, like Hera, like looks really good in live action. Um, chopper. I mean, chopper. I mean, sorry to, um, you know, it's a droid. Um, so that's pretty accurate. I mean, I'm sure we'll see Zeb at some point. I know we already saw him in the Mandalorian, so that's awesome. But yeah. I, th- I think the character designs are are pretty good. I know there was a lot of bat. There was a lot of backlash in uh, in uh, Obi Wan about um, the Grand Inquisitor and some yeah. other in the Fifth Brother and some of those. But I think that I think they hit the nail on the head here with uh, the character designs. I feel like they're very accurate to. Uh, the Rebels uh, animations, and I'm just really excited to, to see this again because, as Connor knows, um, I was a former I wouldn't say a hater of Rebels, hater. But, no, I wouldn't use that word. I would just say <laughs> I always prefer Clone Wars more, but the ending of Rebels season three and four was very even the end of season two was good of Rebels, and the show kind of grew out of like you know its infancy. And I'm excited to see this again. Like, like I just said, I think they did a good job with the characters here. And there's so much more like to talk about. There's so there's so much in this trailer. And how long was it, Connor? Like a minute and fifty? Yeah, it it wasn't. Even, I mean, it was a trailer. That's what. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, it wasn't even. The, it was just like there's a so much to yeah. hit on. Yeah. Yeah. And so I mean, we can go into that first. I just um something like the trailer was so action packed that it was hard to pick up a bunch of stuff um but i mean what are like what were your initial thoughts on the actual trailer like the stuff that was happening like what stuck out to you what stuck out to me was definitely and you know we'll get into it here um was definitely those new dark siders we got yeah. uh, with the red orange and red kind of orange red lightsabers which you know the orange lightsaber has never been seen in canon i know there's some stuff in legends about it um but both of those dark siders to see them was uh was pretty interesting. Uh Balin Skull, uh, which fun fact, he's actually he actually voices Gar Saxon, which I'm really? a big Gar Saxon guy. Yeah, I saw that on the wiki. I don't know if that's true or not, but it was on Wikipedia. Uh, hey, that's that's the Bible, okay? Um I really I really like those dark siders. I was curious because when I first saw the trailer, it's like is that a red lightsaber? Is that not a red lightsaber? Like it's kind of in the middle and I'm not completely sold on either way specifically. I don't know. Like, I feel like that had to be a choice for them to like not make it because we've seen the red lightsabers with at least like even in the shows with like Vader and Kenobi, like that's not what those lightsabers look like. Um, But they are really intimidating. They look very capable and uh the guy with the beard balen scroll skull he had his he was looking like he had his own hallway scene if you yeah, if you yeah. if you look like it's almost a shot for shot remake of the rogue one hallway scene where he like grabs the and the tr- the the soldier the rebel and he's just like like it's choked up in the air yeah it looks so, just like it yeah that was that was something that i really thought was cool and then something else was that it looked like ahsoka was fighting him in like the world between worlds. It did. It did. It looked like the similar symbols that we saw from uh, that painting in rebels of the, yeah. the, you know, the daughter, the son and the father, like that whole scene. 
that looks really cool. And they have those like ancient pillars behind them. Yeah, it definitely looked like they were in some um some ancient area. Maybe it was underground, maybe it's the world between worlds. I mean, we'll find out, but that looks sick that like we know they're gonna fight at some point. Yeah. Um there's a couple there's a couple theories that I've seen, which I don't know if we have confirmation on any of them. I've seen one where they're like, these are fallen Jedi after Order 66. I saw that as well. I heard saw the rumor that that Balin's skull was a Jedi that survived. Um, I don't know how true that is. I don't know where that was confirmed, if that was confirmed at celebrations. I mean, do you know about that? I, I saw that a couple places. Um No, I I don't know. I I can't I can't confirm or deny. It, it it seems like if that's true, it'd be the same vibe as like a Terran Malikos from. Uh, I love um, that guy. Love yeah. that guy from. Uh, so like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I wouldn't mind if that's what happened because I mean, more fallen Jedi. I I really enjoy that story. Like seeing how everybody basically recovers from Order sixty six and like how they deal with the trauma of that. Some people lose it. Some people fall to the dark side. Some people get influenced. Some people just become inquisitors. So it's like, I wonder if they're, I wonder if they're inquisitors or if they're just dark siders. Well, it's interesting you say inquisitors, Connor, because if you saw one of the shots, it looked like an inquisitor was fighting Ahsoka, but they had the mask on. I slowed it yeah, down. It's, I yeah. think it might be the inquisitor who used the helicopter saber. Remember in Rebels when they're fighting Maul and he but like he's supposed to be dead. Sabers off. Yeah, well, you you know you know Star he was he was Come on. killed. Like, we didn't see his body. Okay, it's like yes, tech. He, yes, tech isn't dead. True. We know. Tech I swear dead. it was confirmed that he was killed. Um, it did look like him, and I, I I zoomed in on his face, and you know the mask looked very similar. But also it could be that um apprentice of Balin Skull, which is uh, Shin Hadi, uh, which is oh, apparently yeah. her name from. Again, Wikipedia. We're going off of Wikipedia. Don't know how accurate this is or if that was confirmed, but it could be her if I had to guess. Um, but apparently that 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 Inquisitor's dead. But maybe he isn't. Maybe, maybe that was him. Yeah. We'll see. But the theory that I was just thinking of, Connor, with uh Balin's skull and all that, what if they're what if they're like Jedi or they're you know Sith? from the past or the, or the future because of the world between worlds. Right. So we got that's exactly like world yeah, between world yeah. battle going on here. That was going to be, that was going to be the second theory that I brought up. It's like, so technically the way that I understand it, the world between worlds is not time travel. It's a place outside of time or where all time is happening simultaneously. Kind of think it I, in my head. It's like the, um, the one above all, with it's it's almost like it's like, like you could go into any moment in in time and right. point and whoever controls it just like i mean the whole thing in rebels like whoever controls right. it can like control fate right so i i mean that would be cool if like they were somehow pulled out of their time and they're stuck in the world between worlds or they are somehow get stuck where ahsoka is and um it's the world between worlds is interesting just because it's not something that I completely comprehend. And like, I don't know what the possibilities are within it. I'm sure we'll learn a lot more, especially for one of the things that I think these live action shows have been doing well is like record or um, like basically just giving everybody like a brief synopsis of what the lore is for people who haven't seen the animated shows. So it's like, 
in the Mandalorian, we learn about the dark saber from the armor where it's like, he, he's like, she asks him like, do you know what this is? And he's like, it's a dark saber. And then she goes on a little tangent explaining what it is. I'm assuming we'll get something like that in Ahsoka because these live action shows are way more um, approachable for yeah, like, they're catered the towards the more casual Star Wars yeah. fan. Um, because like you just said there with the dark saber, I mean, if you saw Rebels or Clone Wars, you already know what it is. But a lot of the audience who don't watch the animated shows, which Disney knows that there are a good amount of people that don't watch yeah. those shows, they include that context. So there could be additional context text here in Ahsoka, especially for a lot of what happens to Rebels. I'm sure that they'll they'll touch on it. So I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah. And I think actually we're running out of time here. Well, we are a little bit, but we can keep going. I think um, in another recording here, uh, you know. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna take a quick break and come back for a new Zoom room so we can continue the podcast. Yeah. So we'll, we will be right back, everybody. Um, insert awkward transition here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, and we're back from a short intermission because we ran out of time on our Zoom meeting. So, where were we, Bates? Where were we? That's a great question. I mean, we were kind of getting towards the end of our points uh, talking about Ahsoka, but there was one one thing I wanted to talk about, which is we see a cameo. Again, we saw a lot of Rebels characters. We actually saw somebody from Clone Wars. Yes. Huang, the lightsaber. Huang! The goat. That was really cool to see him. Um, I wonder what he's been up to. I mean, probably, you know, dead somewhere. Yeah, I don't what? Know. Do you think they put him back together? Yeah, he was put back together, I mean, in Clone Wars. I mean, he didn't have arms right. at a point. But I guess... Like, what is he... he was on Coruscant, right? Like, it yeah, like what is he doing? I believe what he says is like... He's like, let's start up again or something like that. Yeah, so that means Luke's got to show up, or maybe Ezra. Wow. Are we just going to see Luke in every show? I mean, I'm about it. I also, love Luke. Does Ahsoka like, become a Jedi again? Because they, they say Jedi in the uh Right. Let's, the talk, well, let's, let's talk about that. What do we think the plot line of this show is going to be? Um, I mean, I think it's going to be leading into the larger plot of the Dave Filoni show. Uh, as you name it, the Filoniverse movie. The Filoni or not show, it's a movie, actually. Um, the whole was, thing's the Filoniverse. Yeah, it was brought up at Celebrations that there's going to be a movie produced by Dave Filoni that's going to kind of bring together all of the Disney Plus shows and kind of, like, combine all the stories. So Ahsoka brought up multiple times about there's something dark. Um, this sentiment was repeated by that rebel pilot in, in Mandalorian. And it seems to be centered around Thrawn and, like, the Unknown Regions and basically the first order. So I think that's what it's going to be centered around is, you know, Thrawn returns, um, you know, maybe with, you know, these like dark siders from the unknown regions, Ahsoka, you know, has to take them on. We see like the new Republic. So it sounds like they're going to be part of the story as well as well as Heron, like the rebels crew. And I'm sure we're going to see Ezra at some point. I mean, surely, I mean, this we see him in the trailer as like, like a hologram. So wait, do we know what he said? Do you remember what he said in the hologram? Was it like an old hologram? It was like an old hologram. Ezra didn't say anything in the trailer, did he? It was just an old hologram of Ezra. Okay, yeah, because I'm not, I'm not quite remembering, but 
I didn't even, for some reason, I thought it was like, oh, yeah, like that's Ezra, but it's actually probably Ezra recording. Kind of like the same thing he did when he's like at the end of Rebels, when he's like, if you're seeing this, that means that I went into space with Purgles. Oh, yeah. And we saw them in Mandalorian. So they're, yeah. we're going to see them again. I'm ready to see the space whales. I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for the space whales. I love, I love Purgles. I love them. I think, I think that this show, I mean, we're going to find Ezra. Maybe the, I'm trying to think uh, because it seems like there's going to be a huge point on the world between worlds. Like there's yeah. got to be uh, that and Thrawn. I feel like are going to be the main focal points. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And I mean, at this point it's past the empire. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's post return of the Jedi. It's in the time of the Mandalorian, I'm assuming. So, I mean, yeah, because in Mandalorian, I mean, I'm sure it's the same because we see, um, it looked like the New Republic leaders, Soak and the Mandalorian was looking for Thrawn. What what was that lady's name, by the way? The High Magistrate? I, yeah. I forget I her name. The High Magistrate. She was in the trailer. Yeah, she was in the trailer because she was working with Thrawn. Yes, and um, she was on some kind of ship. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see like what Thrawn is doing. Um, yeah, what he's been up to all this time because he disappeared before um, the events like basically right before the events of a uh, new hope. And he's been mysteriously, apparently gone like the entire war. So I'm curious um, what he's been up to, but then that goes back to like the whole, the unknown regions and the first order because his species, which um, do you know what the name of his species is? They like are Chiss. from the unknown regions. What was that? The Chiss. Chiss. Yes. There are like from the unknown regions. So like that's gonna be a, that's probably where he's been hanging out the whole time. I mean, the thing space whales just took him and Ezra somewhere. So yeah, the thing with Thrawn. How familiar? How familiar are you with the books? I know like a couple stuff, like from when I say stuff, I know like a, a couple things uh, yeah. about Thrawn from the books. So basically, book Thrawn. Now, let me preface this with: I have not read all of the Thrawn books. I've read, I've almost finished two of them. But basically, the idea in of Book Thrawn is that he is, he was like kicked out of the Chiss ascendancy, which is like the army and the government of the Chiss, because his ideas were like too radical, and oh. he is basically like testing the sea. He joins the Empire to see if they're like he's like yo, I think they might be able to help me, like protect myself from the unknown protect the chest from the unknown regions like there's a bunch of crazy stuff in the unknown regions that like no one knows about except for him and like maybe some of the chiss but he joined the empire to see he's like can these guys help me so he's always loyal to his people first in the books he's always loyal to the chiss and the thing that i've seen a lot of people question is like Thrawn isn't just a straight villain in the books. He always errs on the side of like, I don't want to kill people unnecessarily. Like I'm just doing this to help my people. Didn't do that in Rebels. But he didn't do that in Rebels. Exactly. Which is why people are scared for what's going to happen in this show. Because like if they just make him a straight villain, then that kind of makes the books irrelevant. I mean, they've done that before. Um... Right. People are familiar with the Ahsoka book. Um, there were things in that that were changed when Ahsoka appeared in uh, Tales of the Jedi, mm -hmm. uh, especially with um, 
the Inquisitor that comes and, and she fights. Um, and they definitely changed things from books and comics to kind of fit the more of the TV stuff. So it's I, I have a feeling he'll just be a straight up villain. Um, yeah. When I can tell. The thing is, like, I can live though. So, like, I can live with the other retcons that they did with, like, Kanan and. Ahsoka. Oh, that was another one. I'm, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm upset about that, but yeah, you know. like, I, I'm okay with it because the, like the story element is kind of there. Like, he basically, like, for Kanan, for for example, he, his character isn't ultimately changed by the fact that it was the Bad Batch instead of. The cl- I forget the cl- I forget the clone's names that helped him, but yeah, the clone helped him, and then there was right. that alien on the planet that helped him like escape. Yeah, right. And with Ahsoka, kind of a similar idea, just the details are a little bit off. With you know, um, I f- like in the book, she made the lightsaber explode on the guy, and I thought right. that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, in this show, she got it. in the show, she just like took his lightsaber and. And cut him down in like two seconds, which I guess was right. Did really, you're right. Is it, yeah, I see your point. But it doesn't really fundamentally change her character. Yeah. But the thing with Thrawn is like, if he's just a villain and a terrible person, like, I mean, he was in Rebels, so I'm assuming right. they're just going to continue that. Right. Which is which is not ideal for me. But you know, it depends on how they do it. If it's good, it's good. Still be in the back of my head. It's like, ah, oh, well, that's not Thrawn. Yeah, but... I hope this show is good, man, because. Um, Admittedly, in my opinion, I mean, Obi-Wan and Book of Boba Fett were not, were not the best shows. They had a lot of fan service yeah. and there were some obviously cool moments. But I feel fundamentally, I mean, Andor and, and The Mandalorian have had the best stories of the new Disney shows. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that this show is a banger. The one thing really that, the one thing I will give the Book of Boba Fett, because that is... This one was rushed. It's, it's a weak show overall, just because it got derailed by, the, by Mando. <laughs> like, the book of mando yes, yes the book yes. of mando episode two of the book of boba fett where he we see him become part of the tuscan tribe yeah that was sick that is probably my favorite episode of star wars maybe ever like really that, that episode is so good i, I didn't know you there, liked it that much i put it up That's there with they... like when luke shows up in the Mandalorian, like I cry every time that happens, but I also get teary eyed when Boba Fett is dancing, doing his like haka dance with the Tuscans at the end. Like that is is that the is that the same episode where he's like like a bantha? <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Yeah, where he's like teaching them how to use the speeders and stuff. Yeah, that episode. I need That's to a great that episode. episode. The first that. two episodes of Book of Boba were great. I loved all the flashbacks. It's just that I feel like that show relied way too much on fan service and there yeah. wasn't enough story and development for the actual character of the show. And I'm worried in the Ahsoka show that they're going to go down a similar route with, oh, you already see all these other characters from other shows and that it's going to be less about Ahsoka and more about other things than Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Which I'm hoping that if they do go that direction, it's like a strong story still, like they did with Andor, like, Yes, it was the Andor was the name of the show, but there were so many themes that that they also hit on and other characters that they developed that then culminated into this entire story that was just told really well. So I'm hoping they go like a direction like that. If Ahsoka, it's the name of the show, but there's other themes. 
I'm hoping it's done like that instead of the way it was done in Book of Bobo. Like, oh, right. here's the Mandalorian for a whole episode. Yeah. And oh, here's Boba Fett randomly riding the Rancor that he never trained <laughs> with. Like, oh, I could talk about that. Yeah. No, yeah. and no, I agree because at one point Boba Fett had like no lines in two episodes. It was bit, yeah, pretty it much was the Mandalorian. That's the thing with the Filoni versus is what I'm calling it. It's like you have to take it with a grain of salt because all of these shows are going to culminate into like an Avengers type movie where we're going to see. I'm all for. Yeah. I just want the individual shows to, you know, have their own arcs. They should have their arcs and yeah, and do a good job of actually developing the character. It's about <laughs> Bobo. <laughs> right. Me. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people agree with us as well. It's just, yeah. I mean, it, I'm curious to see how this all lead up to like that Filoni verse movie that we were talking about where it's like we got an announcement of three movies. First one we'll talk about is that Filoni verse movie where Dave Filoni is directing a movie that'll culminate the goat, all of these specifically the book of Boba Fett, um, the Mandalorian and Ahsoka. Those three shows are the shows that are going to be based with this movie those are the three shows that we'll see culminate into this movie no i'm all for it what are we thinking what am i thinking i'm all like i just said i'm all for it um i i think it'll make more sense like the book of boba fett i mean we just talked about the problems with that show but if there's going to be a movie that's going to explain maybe more about that and all of these plot points that we're seeing now with Mandalorian that seem a little disconnected and maybe we're going to see stuff in Ahsoka then it's going to all come together and make sense. And I'm all for that. I mean, I love Dave Filoni. I have criticized him in the past, as you know, about relying more on fan service than a story, mm-hmm. but he Fair did such a good job with Clone Wars. Um, I mean, I love that anime show so much and they did such a good job with that. Him and Jon Favreau. I'm sure Jon Favreau will be involved in this show. I mean, surely he will. I mean, he's mm-hmm. involved in Mandalorian. I'm all for it. I'm excited to see where this goes because a problem with the sequel trilogy is that there wasn't a lot of context. And I feel like they have an opportunity. They've already kind of done with the Mandalorian and kind of exploring the New Republic. They have a real opportunity here to explain those movies and give it additional context. And the reason they kind of did that, the same thing with Clone Wars. I mean, when it was just episode one, two, and three, those movies were highly criticized. But when the Clone Wars became a thing in between episodes two and three, it added a lot of context and a lot of new stories to that era. And it really made the movies better, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to them doing something similar here with this Filoni-verse movie and it kind of showing more of like, oh, this is why the New Republic sucks. And yeah. how the First Order became like rose to power. And I'm all for it. Uh, what about you? What are you thinking? Yeah. And I think... I think, I mean, you kind of touched on it. I think this is going to do wonders for people understanding the sequel trilogy. Um, There wasn't a lot of context, like you said. All of a sudden, we're supposed to believe that there is... Somehow Palpatine returned. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Don't get me... Don't get me me started on um, Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) Yeah, that was... uh, Yeah, but... I think that this the this this Filoniverse is going to be kind of the quote unquote Clone Wars for the sequel trilogy where we're going to see why because if you just watch the movies 
it goes from you know end end of episode six where you know everyone's happy the empire's destroyed it wasn't really destroyed but you know we ha- still have remnants and stuff like that to all of a sudden like 20 or 30 years later it's now there's another big power that built yeah, another death that star yeah and i think the fact that we're gonna see how snoke was created we're gonna see how what we're gonna see why the new republic fell which in the books in the aftermath trilogy they do a pretty good job of you know planting seeds for all that stuff those are great books by the way um i admittedly have not read them but luckily youtube exists and i have (laughs) seen videos about all that stuff and like the final battles and events uh after uh the battle of endor and how the new republic came to rise yeah basically uh, one of the problems i mean we're seeing it in the mandalorian right now is that they were a little too lax with the fact that people in the empire like people with the people in the empire and with their rehabilitation program or what is it called? The, yeah. What is the, what is the, The we're going to call it like the rehab for people in the empire. Um, Amnesty program. Amnesty program. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing it with people in the amnesty program that they could still be loyal to the empire. And we're also seeing, one of the one of the big things is that they demilitarized the New Republic. Yeah, ninety percent of their military too yeah. soon, way too yeah. soon. Just so they allowed everything else in the in the outer rim to be to basically like flourish, which is what we see with um, when what's his face goes and is asking for help with um, grief Karga. It's like, hey, we got pirates on this planet in the main. Like, yeah, Navarro. The, yeah, Navarro. The pirates just take over in the New Republic. And he's like, we don't have, have the resources. We don't yeah, have ships available. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing. So that'll that'll be that will be able to bridge the gap. And specifically with this movie, I think that it's going to. I'm assuming Thrawn's going to be the big villain. Um. I think so too. But then again, uh, what's his name? Uh, Balin Skull was like the main voice in that trailer. So right. I feel like he's going to be a big role as well. Um, yeah. Either him or Thrawn has got to be the main villain. Yeah. I'm either way. I'm excited for it. Hopefully everything leads up to like an Avengers level threat and an Avengers level story where we can see everybody work together for a common goal. And it'll be cool to see all these characters interact, which is something I'm excited for. Yeah, same here. As long as uh, as long as they make it work, I'm all for it. Um, I'd like to uh, have some context, and I'd like them to actually explain stuff. And that's just, <laughs> just, I'd love to see Cat Bane again. I feel like he's not actually dead. And that's another thing from yeah. Boba. Um, maybe he like randomly shows up. Just make it work, Filoni. Just make it work, man. So I'm asking. Nobody's make it work. No one. No one's ever really gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So then the next movie that we have here. The movie that I'm excited about, Ray Skywalker. You might be the only one excited about this. No, Ray Skywalker and the New Jedi Order. Yeah, it's funny you say that. Um, whoever's hearing Skywalker and Ray in front of it right now is just they're going out right now here. Ray that. Palpatine, Ray Skywalker. Ah! They're 
Fumble Everybody is, uh, is very upset at you just by saying those two words together. But I'm actually low-key interested for this as well, Connor. Yeah. Because yeah. like we just said with uh, the Filoni-verse movie explaining the sequel trilogy, I think this is also going to help explain it. Even though it's 15 years in the future, I think it's going to really build on Ray's character. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do with it, admittedly, because of the sequel trilogy and the uh, the many fun plot holes we have. I think uh, they have an now. opportunity with the show to, uh, you know, make Ray, I mean, more likable character in the sense and, and add to her character more. Um, and I'm all for it. I'm excited to see what they do with it. So do you want to go into like what this show is going to be about? Like, yeah. So what do we they, know so far about it? Yeah. So they announced it at celebration. Daisy Ridley came out onto the stage. Um, I was super excited to see her back because she left social media for, um, they did clap, guys. Year, they clapped. Yeah. Clapped. Yeah. They were, people were excited. Um, I have friends at Celebration who saw her and that oh, it was, it was awesome to see them geek over her. Um, but yeah, basically, she came out. We know it's going to be 15 years after the sequels. She's going to be building, rebuilding the Jedi Order and a new like Jedi Academy ish. Um, that's about all we know. We haven't heard anything about John Boyega as Finn. Um, as we know, he has been outspoken against the way that he was treated, um, the way his character was treated, um, which I don't blame him for. I think, I think he was, he was, I think he, he was wildly underused, dude. Yeah. Like the way that he was marketed towards us with the force awakens and the, what we saw in the movies after that, um, was disappointing for sure. I hope that Disney's going to write him a fat check. And I hope that Disney's going to convince him to come back because we deserve to see Jedi Finn. We deserve. I mean, it was all hinted. Like, surely right. he's force sensitive. We deserve in, in, in the movies to for Finn to say, I'm force sensitive. I'm going to become a Jedi. Or at that point, he'd be like, I am a Jedi because he would be training. Yeah, he would be a Jedi at that point. I'd be all for it. We have sort of inklings of force sensitive Jedi Finn from from the lego specials specifically the lego holiday special and the tales like the scary the ho- the halloween one like christmas special. i haven't seen those but um i believe you basically he's using ray's lightsaber to train with that little training droid from you know oh yes, the original trilogy. yes. yeah um and we see another force sensitive character in the halloween special um so they're hinting at it it just obviously it's not canon. I mean, they hinted that... about it in the movies too. Like, oh yeah, remember? yeah. And remember I'm pretty sure nine, they she had to it. tell Ray something, or he yeah. had to tell Ray something, and he never said it. Right. Like, what was it? Such oh, a... he's force sensitive. So odd. Why they didn't just go all the way in? But th- we digress because the Rise of Skywalker gets me going. Where I just <laughs> I get I get so passionate about what happened. I just I just wish it was a little bit different, but um. I think that Finn coming back will complete the show for me. Um, and I love Daisy Ridley and I love Ray as a character where I think that she has a lot of trials and tribulations that she has to go through where she has to find herself. She has to deal with failure. She deals with failure so much where, you know, she gets tortured by Snoke. She, um, you know, just just goes through a lot of stuff where she doesn't believe in herself. She doesn't know who she is. She gets through all of that, and I'm curious to see how 
powerful she's going to be. She's going to be a beast. And the fact that she has had 15 years to train with the books and um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah, was, to see what she happens. was already OP in the, in the trilogy. So just imagine <laughs> how OP she's going to be in, um, in this new movie. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it too, man. I mean, like I, I mentioned, I joked about earlier with you about them not clapping. I saw um, some posts on the internet that uh, there were reports that nobody had clapped for Daisy Ridley. Apparently that's not true. Trolls. Just yeah. Total cap. I've total had, cap. I have first, first person sources that deny that so. people are just still tight about those movies and i mean rightfully so in some points in my opinion i know you really like that sequel trilogy but they kind of in my opinion they botched that last movie so, no well to be honest i i love the last jedi i love the last jedi the force awakens is like it's okay for me it's for me it's like it's a new hope copy, it's a new but hope. it did a good job setting up yeah. like the new the trilogy. Yeah. yeah, I agree that, but um the the Rise of Skywalker is my least favorite movie. It's not like I hate it. I don't hate it. Like I can watch it and enjoy it. Um, but I just wish some of the decisions that they made were different. And I think that it was a little rushed. And they killed Ben. Okay. They killed my boy Ben, and they didn't have to do that. And the most awkward kiss of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's not talk about this. So, <laughs> He's had enough. Ray Skywalker, uh, New Jedi Order. Super excited. Yeah, looking forward to it. We don't have that much information on it, but we're looking forward to it. And finally, the third movie that they announced, Dawn of the Force, Dawn of the Jedi. Basically, we're going back to the beginning, Bates. We're going back are. 25,000 years. Okay. It is going to be the farthest back we've ever gone past the old Republic very beginning of people becoming aware of the force. And what I'm assuming is the beginning of the Jedi. Obviously the force has always been there, but when people become aware of it and start to form religions around it is what I'm assuming. We don't know that much, but what are your initial thoughts? Because I know we had been talking about it. You, um, you were excited about it, but what are we thinking? What am I thinking? Well, first thought that uh, goes through my old brain here is we're going to see those, you know, remember in uh, the sequel trilogy that Island Luke was hanging out on, that was supposedly the first Jedi temple. The prime Jedi. What's that planet called again? Octo. It's the island. Octo. So I, I'm assuming we're going to see Octo because if we're getting, you know, the dawn of the Jedi, I mean, that was the first temple. So I'm sure we'll have some reference to that. I mean... There's not many detail. There's not much detail on this yet, um, but I'm interested because it would be cool to see, um, you know, how the how the Jedi started, and how the Force began. And one thing that's just coming into my mind is that Clone Wars arc with Yoda, and when he uh, trained to become a Force ghost. I mean, priestesses. Maybe we go Priest into those priestesses. Maybe we go into um, the world between worlds. Maybe we go into stuff like that. So this is all just speculation. I mean, we don't know a lot about it, but. Those are just some of my initial thoughts, but I'm intrigued to see uh, what direction they would go. What yeah. about you? I I agree with you completely. Obviously, we this is probably the movie we know the least about. Um, it's it's going to be cool to see. The cool thing about these announcements is that we have a movie that's 15 years in the future, the farthest we've ever gone forward, 25,000 years back. 
the farthest we've ever gone back. And then we have one smack right in the middle. Well, not right in the middle, but we have one in the middle between everything. So everyone is eating. Everyone is getting something that they like. So you got the Filoni stands that get their their movie, you get the sequel stands that get theirs, and then you've got the prequel super deep Jedi the lore. Super prequel, yeah. The, like, the super deep Jedi lore yeah. that we're going to get. Um, I think it's going to be cool to see like the very beginnings of a Jedi religion, how they try to understand the Force. Um, maybe we'll even see the first lightsaber. Like that would be super cool to be able to see the forming of a lightsaber to begin with. Like, oh, I didn't even think of that. That'll be really interesting, right? And I specifically, me, I was a history major for a little bit, so I love lore and history, and I'm curious to see like what references we can see towards. I mean, like on on Octo, like will we see that Prime Jedi? Because we see. Remember when he's sitting in that little cave with Ray and in the pool in the background, there's that the Jedi with like the big head, like the in like with that's like split half and half that little background. I don't girl. remember that specifically, but I it's probably just some like old like you yeah. think we're going to see something like that. Right. Like I'm assuming that's like what it. is going to be kind of what we're learning about. Um, yeah. And then we have kind of. To, to go off of that, I mean, we kind of have a little gap between there that and the old Republic. So, I mean, there's a ton of stories. There's tons there's of stories to be told there. Like, yeah. we are just getting so many more avenues for content, which is, I think, what all of us want. Some good content. Yeah. And it's going to be cool to see the movies back in theaters. Like, it's going to be cool to yeah, be do like... Do we have any, do we have any uh, announcement yet on, like, the date of these movies? Like, how I think, close together they're going to be? Like, do we have any idea I'm yet? Pre- no? I'm pretty sure that we have. Like, Disney has slots for movies that, like, I think they may be like two years apart or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. Anyways, we have those movies, which I'm super excited about. And I think you're also excited about. Yeah. Last thing we're going to talk about here is Star Wars Visions. Yes, I. Sir. Like I said, I love Star Wars Visions. I've been on that train since the very beginning when they announced it at like the the D23 online like investors thing. Like I had been all in on anime and Star Wars anime. And now we are getting season two, May 4th. We're going to have not just Japanese anime, but animation from around the world. What are we thinking? What are we thinking? I mean, Vision Season 1 was awesome. There were so many cool stories that they um, told in Star Wars Visions. And it was cool to see all the different animation styles and references to other films. Like, the whole first episode where it was like an old school like samurai movie. And then we had like some... There were some weird, uh, there were some weird uh, episodes. But it was cool like to just see different parts of Star Wars and... It being interpreted in, you know, the different animations and, and different, um, you know, stories. So Vision Season 2, I mean, I'm all for it. This time it seems they're not just doing anime. They're going to do different styles. Like I saw in the trailer, like a whole claymation yep. uh, kind of kind of deal. So that's interesting. I also saw a lot of Imperial references in the trailers. Um, so it seems like they are obviously still pulling from like, like these stories, I'm, I'm assuming are obviously not canon 
their like right. interpretations of what Star Wars is and kind of like spinoffs. So I'm all for that. What are you thinking though? I'm super excited. So I on the way to work, I was live streaming the panel for Star Wars Visions in my car. Okay. And the cool thing was to, to hear how like thankful and how emotional the creators got from the different countries that they were allowed to put their own little twist on Star Wars. And I know a lot of them used like folklore or like myths from their own cultures and inserted them into Star Wars. So that was that's something I'm super excited about. Obviously, not all the stories, not all the episodes will be for everyone. Like there's some some episodes of season one that, you know, there weren't they weren't my cup of tea, but some of them were fantastic. And I think everyone's going to be able to get their own little splice of um, new Star Wars and new interpretations, which is something I'm super excited about. And it's cool because they all release on the same day on May the 4th. It's a little treat for us Star Wars fans, even like we even need anything else. Yeah, Yeah. So they'll all be released at the same time. I mean. I'm pretty sure with the first season they were what like 10, 15 minute long episodes. Yep, yep they're just short. So they'll all be they'll short. all be 14, 14, 15 ish minutes. So it's a nice quick watch, but it's something that'll be that'll be really fun to watch, which is Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. I mean, that'll be really interesting. They kind of go through each episode. I just remember in season one, like there was a whole episode with the uh the lightsaber maker and how the lightsabers change color based on like your, your force. Like that is yeah. such a cool concept that I like that Disney is, is having this approach where they're allowing like interpretations of star Wars and they're adding in cool things that, you know, maybe them as a studio would never have thought of, but yeah. Oh, this, like, I thought that was so sick, man. Where like, you can pick up a lightsaber and like, it just knows like what color is based on like your force. Like that right. is so cool. They're not bound by Canon, which is cool. Yeah, so they could try stuff. They could yeah. they could be a quote unquote edgy. I guess right. is the word you could could use here. Yeah, and I, I mean, yeah. Uh, there's this Star Wars celebration was really cool because I I got to see my mutuals on TikTok enjoy and meet up, and I wish I was there with you guys. But next Star Wars celebration, 2025 in Japan. Japan That's a hard baby. ask. That's a hard ask. I might have to figure out how to budget. Yeah. Flights. I've always Expenses. wanted to go to Japan. I think we yeah, should. Yeah, dude, it would be. It would be it. I'm all in right now, two years out. Dude, I am too, dude. I'm all in, but like, is it practical? <laughs> Probably not. But am I all in right now? Absolutely. Because, I mean, Star Wars celebrations looked incredible in London. And I know even for a time I talked about going with you, and then I know yeah. neither of us ended up going. But no. just to experience that, I think would be awesome, especially in Japan, because I mean they were a main thing of Star Wars Visions. I feel like if they're going to be in Japan, if it's going to be in Japan, there's got to be something that Star Wars is going to announce there that's obviously like Japan themed. Right. What if we got like a longer movie of like Star Wars Visions? That'd be all about it. That man. would be really cool. Like, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it would just be sick to be in Japan. Japan in general as a country is just, I mean, this is a Star Wars po- you know, podcast, but a huge Pokemon guy and anime, yeah. and I know we are as well. So yeah. It'd be no, cool to be cool. it'd be cool to go there and and kind of, you know, see Japan and and be there at a Star Wars celebrations. Yeah. And it's cool to see all the international fans get their share. Obviously, it would be yeah. nicer for us if it were in America. In America. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that it, it London got their 
celebration and japan's now getting yeah they're huge on star wars over there in the uk um so it made sense that it was going to be there japan i've never seen i've never heard of it being huge on star wars but obviously with star wars visions that's brought a huge audience probably of of japanese fans to star wars so it's cool that i mean it's different that it's going to be in japan but yeah i'm all for it yeah it's awesome and i think I think that wraps up our first episode. Yeah, I think that's it, man. That's so been, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been awesome. First episode. I'm thinking, I'm thinking we do this again sometime. I'm thinking. Well, of course, of course. Thinking, uh, we'll have to do these every time there's like big announcements or, or stuff to talk about or, or what the, what the people want to hear. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could be... even, Hey, we could do it weekly. We could, doesn't have to always be. A we don't know yet. We'll we don't know. We'll be back. We'll be back. And I know some of you guys, some of my mutuals on TikTok were asking if they could be part of the podcast, if they could be a guest. So oh, that'd be awesome. Put in your applications now. <laughs> I do take bribes. But I, I might take some too. <laughs> no, but this has been this has been awesome. It's something we've been looking to do for a long time. And me specifically, finally being able to pull the trigger. It was like two, it was like last week. I was like, Bates. I got a random text. Yeah, I'll yeah. give a little context for the people here. I get a random text from this man. Just, I think it was just a random, like, I don't even know if it was morning or night. But it was just a random, like, hey, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, sure, let's do it. Like, it was just so out of the blue. There was no, like, preface to the message. I, I'm going to pull it up here. I'm going to pull it up here. I'm pretty sure it was literally just, let's do a podcast. Yeah, it was. Here we are. I was just thinking, and I was like, we talk about Star Wars every night on Discord, basically. Whenever something happens, we're, we play FIFA together, and we just kind of talk about Star Wars. And it's like, you know what? We could do that and also make a podcast. So it's happened. It's happening. It happened. And we're here. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. I got this text last week, and it was at 742 randomly from this man. And it just says, we should do a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> i'm all for it here we are man this is how it and now we're here a week later um no this is this has been this has been great brother um the starlight podcast r.i.p starlight beacon to all my high republic fans out there you guys are the real ones and we'll be back here we appreciate it may the force be with you any last words Bates? Uh, no, just other than just check us out on YouTube, Spotify, streaming platforms. Um, yeah, we'll see you around. Let's do it, baby. All right. Thanks, guys.